Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance, and a whole lot more, so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com, where you can join my newsletter, or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. So welcome back listeners to episode 47. This week I want to talk to you about comparing yourself to others or, as it's sometimes known, comparisonitis. So how often do you compare yourself to others and then get those negative emotions and those, you know, really kind of icky, unpleasant feelings that follow? With the online world of Facebook, Instagram and everything else, there's a lot of information out there about what others are doing, how they're doing it, and this can have a really big impact on how we feel. It's not just in the online world that this happens though, is it? It might be that you're comparing yourself to a colleague at work, to a friend, to a neighbour. The list is endless. The thing is that we can't control what others do. So we have to sort this thing out with ourselves. So how do we stop comparing ourselves to others? Well, the first thing is to start to identify when this happens so that you really notice it and you recognise what's going on. And when I say recognise what's going on, it's not always about them. It's very much about you. So what is it? Is that is it a certain person that happens when you get this feeling? Is it a certain place or a situation? And then you check out what it is that's going on with you. Is it when you see somebody's apparently happy life or the affluent lifestyle when you've been kind of struggling a bit with, I don't know, getting on with somebody or you've been, you know, feeling a bit skint and ready for an holiday that you think you can't afford or something like that. Have you been feeling like this for a long time? Or is this a recent new thing and you were kind of perfectly fine an hour ago and you just forgot that you were perfectly fine an hour ago and you let the big comparison type feelings take over? Check out how you really do feel. And and you need to be honest with yourself here. You know, is there a jealous feeling coming up? Is it uncomfortable? Are you feeling not good enough? Is it a deeper feeling of shame, guilt or inadequacy? I'm sorry. (laughs) I know I'm making it feel really um, bad and desperate here. But honestly, as I said, be honest with yourself. And then at least you know what you're working with. Because the thing is, when those emotions kick in, Whatever reason it is that those emotions kick in, whether it's comparisonitis, whether it's about all the other episodes that I've mentioned, you know, with your, with fear or uh, all sorts of other things. But when the emotions kick in, it switches off our thinking brain. The emotions jump into the driving seat and just take you places that you kind of really don't even want to go to. Because, and then we stop performing or we stop doing what it is that we were meant to be doing. And then the stress levels go up and the confidence goes down. 
So when you start to identify and get honest with yourself about what's going on, you bring it into your awareness and then you can do something about it. And that self-awareness, whilst it might be a little bit painful, can help you to work on the emotional turmoil that's going to go on that you experience when you're comparing yourself to others. So you might want to write a list or just set down the feelings and emotions that happen at these times that you're beginning to now notice. You might want to take some time or give it some thought and ponder on what it was that's going on with you. What is it about that person or about that situation or, you know, that whatever it is. What is it? Really, what is it that's going on? Then you can make some decisions. You can make some informed choices about what you do next. And it may be that you avoid certain situations. Now, I say this with a hint of caution because, you know, avoiding situations is fine depending on what the situation is. Although there's always going to be situations where you may be at risk of comparing yourself. So eventually it's going to be hard to avoid them all unless you just put yourself in a cotton wool wrapped bubble, which is not ideal. And it's definitely not what I advocate for you anyway. But if you keep looking at people with fancy cars or big houses that you can't afford or, you know, you're wandering around the designer shops, then, you know, and then feeling uh, fed up about yourself because you can't afford something or, or whatever, whatever, then you can avoid some of those things. You might decide to use the comparison to motivate you to achieve what it is that you want to do or to get you where you want to go. And that's fine if it helps to create a vision of your goals and your targets. So one of the fabulous ladies that I meet on the dog walk had been, has been running for about a year and then she was saying the other day about, oh, my friend said that she did 10K and I thought, oh my God, 10K, I could possibly do that. I can only do this. And she was comparing herself and then putting herself down and things like that. But then when it turned out, she mapped where she'd run. And she was about, I don't know, 10 minutes off completing a 10k. So because she wasn't um, assessing what she was doing in that way, this friend was doing, yes, I'm, I know exactly how far I've been and I'm going to tell everybody how far I've been, etc, etc. She wasn't mapping how far she'd been. She was just going out to run round this route in this and roughly watching this time. But when she mapped out where she was going and she noticed she wasn't that far off. So then the next run, she thought about it a bit more. She said, hey, I do want to get there. And I said, you know, the problem with me is I'm not really that competitive. I'm kind of a bit like, oh, well, you carry on then. Whatever. And let people get on with things. Um, But she said, well, no, I'm not competitive in all of the things. But, you know, with the running, she does like to really achieve things and set herself goals. And that's fair enough. That's when you can use it to motivate you to do that extra bit to get a bit further. And that's fine. But what I don't want to do, because this is the Business Balance podcast, I don't want you to be saying, well, I want to get to that next level. So I'm going to run myself into the ground. I'm going to burn the candle at both ends. I'm going to, you know, work all hours. I'm going to put everything else aside for this. It's got to be within reason, do you see? If you're comparing some happy family picture on Facebook and you've got your grumpy teenagers sitting in your family that have, you know, not done this and 
left all the dirty dishes and the bedroom looks like the burglar's been in. You know, as I do periodically, as I talk so well about it, you can tell that I experience this joy. Um, then, you know, you're going to need to um, remember that all is not how it appears. And, you know, when... For all the sort of sarcasm and flippant remarks I say about my teenagers, you know, for me at one point, I was, for one point I struggled to go into a restaurant where people were sitting with the kids eating because I was at that place where I couldn't have children. And so, you know, making a plan and to, to motivate myself, that wasn't easy. That You couldn't apply that. So there was things that we did stop doing. We did sort of avoid going out. We went, we went to different places um, or we would think carefully about where we went into somewhere if we went for a meal or we would think a different, about different times that we would go um, because seeing other people sitting there with the family and the kids and splattering the food and doing whatever, whatever that, you know, the reality was it, it was quite hurtful for me it was really upsetting for me because that seemed to be something that I was never going to be able to achieve so it just, you know, it just need a bit of thinking about, and it is going to be personal and specific to you. But then you've no idea the number of clients who come to me with the stress and anxiety, the pressure, fear of failure, imposter syndrome, all sorts of things. And yet, outwardly, they look successful. They look like they've got it all together, like they're doing well in their career, whatever that means. You know, I even had one client who, well, I think he was a millionaire. It certainly looked like one. He had his own business. He had a gorgeously huge house. Did he have it all? Perhaps. But he came to me because he was desperately unhappy and he had struggles with his business and with family dynamics and with his emotions. So outwardly there, he might look like he had it all. But inwardly, he didn't, you know? And it's always worth bearing that in mind. I was in a mastermind group a few years ago and there was one member there that said, "We were, I can't remember even what we were talking about. I can just remember how she kind of blurted out, well, you've got no idea how I feel and all this stuff is really, really difficult for me. And she talked about having voices in her head telling her how rubbish she was and how nobody likes her and she can't possibly network and it's really difficult for her to put herself out there. And I just listened and let her get it off her chest and then I shared with her what I'd seen from the outside looking in the last time that I'd seen her at a networking event because what I'd seen it was the first time I'd gone to this new networking event so I do what I really like to do which is kind of stand and observe I love people watching um so because it was a new I was like oh just check this out and see who's who and what's where and you know just ease way in gently and I saw her and she appeared to own the room. She had a massive smile. She had lots of chats. Sometimes there was hugs for people. There were people coming up to her. And she handed out business cards. She moved on to somebody else. And she worked that room. And there was a section in the networking then when you just went round and did like a really quick bit of intros. And when she told people what she did, lots of people wanted to talk to her. And there was lots of oohs and ahs and it all sounded really great and fantastic. And so I reminded her that other people 
could not see inside her head at that point or at any point. And I want to remind you of that too. Other people can't see what's going on inside you. So when there are these, I don't know, happy family pictures on Facebook or you've got some business colleague or somebody like that that's alongside you, seemingly doing really, really well, and you're thinking, why can't I be like that? How come they get it so easy? Or, you know, that's not really fair, etc., etc. You can't see what's going on inside them. Have a little think about a time when you found out something about someone and you were quite shocked. Maybe somebody said to you that they were really frightened of, um, I don't know, some presentation or really worried about, uh, you know, what the boss was going to say or um, they were generally a really anxious person or they didn't like crowds or something. Maybe somebody had a change in their situation and admitted to you that they were struggling and you had absolutely no idea. And you thought they looked so happy and they had it all together. And just think about somebody where you just had a conversation with them and there was this reveal and you were there going, oh my God, I had no idea. Because that is what you need to remember when that comparing happens, when that comparisonitis hits. All is not how it seems. And you are not them. So whatever shiny, happy picture they portray to you, you are not them. So they don't have your, you know, fill in the blanks here. They don't have your patience, your strength, your mindset, your ability to do maths, your writing skills, you know, your chatty personality, your humour, your knowledge about X, Y, Z. We can go further. They don't have your husband, your wife, your kids, your house, your job, your smile, your sparkly eyes, your grumpy mornings, your grumpy evenings. (laughs) You get the gist. Comparison means you're focusing on the wrong person. You're focusing on them. And you need to be focusing on you. So start and begin to recognise what skills, attributes and qualities you have. Start and be grateful for what you have. Begin to notice things in each and every day, even the small things. Be grateful. It can be a simple thing that can often be overlooked. When we bring gratitude into our day, it rewires our brain so that we begin to see the positives of what we do, what we can achieve, how we are. And when it's done regularly... When you're really grateful for what you have and what you've achieved, however small, when you recognise your successes, you feel so much better about yourself. You begin to increase your own self-confidence, your own self-worth, and then it doesn't matter what others do. So begin to work on your own sort of personal development and then you're not really bothered what others do. Or if it does hit you, it can go again in a, you know, and just flutter off in an instant, be really, really quickly and really easily. Because remember that quote, you know, a flower does not think of competing with the next flower. It just blooms. And that's what you need to remember to do. And the more that you do your own personal development and your own self-worth and the the inside work and your mindset work, which is why I talk about such a lot of it on this podcast, is then you will bloom. 
so then you can be you because you are unique we are all unique and then give yourself permission to accept you as you are without the need to compare yourself to others and then you can just be blooming fantastic So I really hope that you get some value out of this episode. If you do, please drop me a message or go over and put a review on iTunes or any of the platforms that you listen to this podcast on. And then do share with anybody that you think that this will be helpful to as well. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now. (laughs) 